Hey, loved ones. Welcome to Vox Pop Talks, the podcast that covers marketing tips, straight talks with a variety of business owners and entrepreneurs, tips for taking mental breaks, and of course, the occasional trip inside my crazy head of ideas. I always have tons of crazy business ideas, marketing campaigns, etc., and just things about life that I want to share. And I have lots of wonderful people who also want to share with you as well. I'm your host, Irina Harrell, and I'm really excited to get started with today's talk. So let's dive right in. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to the Vox Pop Talks podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Hallie Pond is here from True Space, and she's going to tell us all about what she does at True Space, why she started True Space, and kind of just awesome advice for other um, people who are looking to start their own small business in a similar area and kind of what she's learned so far. Welcome, Holly. Thank you so much, Arena. I'm really excited to be here. And what a lovely intro. I really appreciate you inviting me on. No worries. No worries. So tell us about True Space. What exactly is True Space? Yeah, absolutely. So True Space Consulting is a company that I started that's really rooted in the mission of creating psychologically safe workplaces everywhere for everyone. And it's essentially a consultancy that helps companies with one-on-one coaching for new leaders, for experienced executives, and also offers some consulting services on the client experience to make sure that we're bringing authenticity and a sense of belonging and purpose to all facets of the company's work. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, wait, that is a lot. And I feel like that's something that you don't just start overnight or you don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to start this consulting company. How did you get here? How did you come to, you know, want to create True Space? Yeah, so for the last decade or so, I've been working in many different leadership roles and um, leadership roles in nonprofits and in financial tech to educational tech and recruiting tech. So a lot of different um, companies that were in their earlier stage of their growth, less than 1,000 employees for each of them. And I found that that transition into leadership is just a really challenging one to make after you've been working as an individual contributor. And at each of these different companies, while their intentions were strong, the resources were lacking for support and training for new leaders. And the support and training that did exist was maybe like a one or two day offsite once a year to kind of hone and refine leadership skills. And I had found throughout my career that the thing that I'm most passionate about is really holding space for individuals to feel comfortable and confident in their own skin um, to kind of overcome these feelings of imposter syndrome that exist and to really find ways to drop into being authentic and vulnerable And so um, I was actually fired from my last job (laughs) about five months ago, which was kind of a painful experience. But throughout that experience, I really learned what my values are and and how to bring that kind of authenticity and vulnerability and holding space for all kinds of people um, to make sure that they feel safe, psychologically safe at work. I truly believe is direction. I was fired from, not fired, I was rejected from a pretty big opportunity, um, a few, mm-hmm. actually a lot of those in my life. And I've mm-hmm. learned that it's so painful when it happens, but it equips you with the tools you need for something that's coming down the road. 
So later totally. in life, when I, I would meet the person or I meet the business who was the reason why I, I was rejected from that door, because I'm supposed to help somebody else on a different journey. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just think it's so beautiful that that's that that is kind of the catapult that triggered this super amazing business that you have started. Um, and it's kind of like just honing in and saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to pick myself up by my little bootstraps. And I'm going <laughs> to take this pain and I'm going to use it for positivity and, you know, just realize that it's meant for a reason. So you're going to meet Absolutely. whoever that is, that <laughs> the reason why you got fired, you're going to meet the person that you're like, you know what, you're the reason why I got fired and you're the reason why I have to, <laughs> it had to experience that pain. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's so true. I couldn't agree more. Like with hardship comes great opportunity once you've given yourself space to heal and to grieve and go through yeah. the many different steps. But yeah, absolutely. There's nuggets of learning in it all. So that's awesome. Glad we can bond over a shared experience like that. <laughs> right. Um, so I know you said true space is kind of on the newer side. Can you share a, a victory that you've had recently, even if it's just like something that you plan to do with true space? And you've seen it um, already starting to happen or you're working towards it or you're seeing little, little wins, Mm -hmm. like share a victory with us. Okay. So I'll share one of the early victories, which was actually quite challenging for me to start to make my foray into the world. But I'd been talking about this concept with a friend of mine and a lot of, a lot of friends and family actually for over two years And, um, you know, once I was fired, I was like, okay, I really, I think I want to do this, but maybe I should still pursue a full-time job, um, to pay the bills. And do I really want to dip into my savings right now? And what it came down to was essentially like, this is what I really feel like I'm meant to be doing and that I want to be giving back to the world. And so one of the biggest wins was actually just creating the website. (laughs) I like found Squarespace and um you know at the recommendation of a few other designers they were recommending this one as a great one to use and so I was like okay well here it goes and then figuring out how to design my own logo and (laughs) things like that like once those pieces were in place it really felt real so I'd say that that was probably the first like big milestone yeah (laughs) you're in what I call bootstrapping heaven which is is like my favorite thing yeah Um, because people don't realize the value of of the bootstrapping process like you do not need if you have 10 grand to spend on something you you don't spend it just because you have it right Mm -hmm. you when you have to bootstrap and you don't have the money you're actually so much more creative Mm -hmm. and you come up with ways to do things with little to zero money and it's just it and you're like wow like I did not have to spend 10 grand and then when people when you're moving and solving problems when you do have money you're like no we don't have to spend that we can do it this way yes Um, and it's just it's amazing so you're in bootstrapping heaven and you're gonna figure out all the fun (laughs) ways to do things well thanks for the words of encouragement (laughs) right and I my logo was created you know for free on Canva so hey look (laughs) I I understand absolutely Um, that's so awesome. So we talked about a victory. So you're still in the early stages. So I'm sure you have lots of challenges you're facing. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you're kind of trying to work through or have worked through and, and kind of how you overcame them? Because I feel like this can help someone else who may be in your position right now. Yeah, maybe I can share 
I'll share a personal one and then a professional one, if that's okay. <laughs> that is perfect. Okay. So we kind of talked a little earlier about imposter syndrome and yeah. how that is just so real. Um, you know, I spent so much of my time putting on a mask to go to work every day, feeling like, okay, this is the professional version of myself. I'm going to have my my stuff together and, you know, put on a brave face for the teams that I'm leading. And at a certain point that became really exhausting to wear these masks. So I think in stepping into this foray of entrepreneurship, it's been a huge lesson in really peeling off these masks to, to be who I am and what feels right in the moment and accepting the fact that I don't know everything and that's okay. And that's really hard (laughs) for like a type A high achiever like me. (laughs) So it's been a huge exercise in, um, you know, giving myself permission to fail and be wrong and learn along the way, which sounds so easy, but in practice, it just sometimes feels really challenging. <laughs> um, so that's a, it, a personal yeah. one. Yeah. And then on the professional side, I think right now, especially with the COVID virus, that's really running rampant across our world and impacting the economy. I think the challenge that I'm up against right now is is um, breaking into a space where there's a potential brink of a of a recession coming on, <laughs> and that's a little scary. But at the same time, um, it feels like this is mental health resources are needed everywhere to support individuals through this time, and I'm hoping that my business can help create some extra space for the caretakers of the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, both of those that you mentioned, imposter syndrome. I mean, if you haven't faced imposter syndrome, you need to hold a online course or symposium (laughs) on how not to. Agreed. Agreed. Because it's so real. Yes. Um, And then that's a very real real fear that so many people are facing right now. Like, I'm in the marketing industry. When things get rough, the first thing they cut is marketing. So I completely understand, you know, what that feels like but also just knowing that within chaos there's always opportunity mm-hmm. to quiet the noise mm-hmm. and to provide and to be you know a help in some way and I think we both kind of are big on helping yes um others in our businesses so if we just lean on that and clutch to that I feel like we'll be okay yes. I think the people who are going to lose out are the ones who are going to be extremely selfish mm-hmm. and try to and not put people first yes so I think you'll be great. <laughs> if there's ever anything I can do to help, let me know. Well, thanks for um, the vote of confidence. It means a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> I think what you—it's amazing. You're gonna. It's people are gonna need you, seriously, to come through this and, and recover. Um, speaking of needing things, mm-hmm. so you know, especially like you said with COVID going on, and you know, people need space. They need mental space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because now they're at home and their work life and their home life for some people who are entrepreneurs, this is very normal, Mm -hmm. right? For Mm -hmm. me staying at home and working is not a problem. I do it all the time instead of going into my office. But for people who have that super separated work life and home life, now it's all in one. The kids are home. Mm -hmm. The entire family's home. You're, you're literally a full-time mom and a full-time worker. Mm -hmm. How do you find that mental space? Like what recommendations do you have for those people who are 
literally their life went from being segmented and separated Mm -hmm. to very blurred very quickly oh my gosh this is such a good question and I think it can apply to life pre-covid too you know we're creating boundaries um to protect your own mental health is so critical um couple ideas come to mind one that I've just recently started doing within the last couple of months which has totally transformed my life is I put my phone, I got a real alarm clock. I used to use my phone as an alarm clock and I got a real alarm clock <laughs> and now I put my phone away every night by like 10 o'clock the latest and I don't touch my phone again until probably 7 or 7.30 in the morning. So I give myself at least one hour before bed and one hour when I wake up in the morning without touching technology. And that's um, just a really it's been a really great way for me to set boundaries around my own well-being and give myself the mental space where I'm not looking at a screen or being beholden to my email or, or Slack or things like that um, where I can really just create some space for myself. So that's been life changing. Wow. That I have to, I want to grow up and be just like, (laughs) (laughs) well, just give it a shot and see what you think. It might not be for everybody, but I think, um, breaks from technology during this time could be really healthy. And and then how are you able to create that? Creating some, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go. (laughs) Yeah. So how are you able to create that, like that? disconnect right because even when you're not connected to a device or when I'm not connected to a device I'm gonna say me um I'm still wondering Mm -hmm. and worrying about everything like I'll literally wake up in the middle of night to check ad campaigns because I want to make sure that my clients are okay and it's funny because they don't know that life (laughs) Um, yes but it's like I can't finish sleeping like I'll wake up and I can't go back to sleep until I make sure that like nothing's crashed So how do you create that own, like that mental space inside your head without like you create physical space by putting your phone away. But even when you put your phone away, how do you create that like mental turn off that switch? Oh my gosh. Yeah. The the anxiety is real. I think that that's a whole other beast, you know, and I empathize with that because sometimes there'll be moments when I wake up too and have ideas or worries or concerns and I've taken a pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just get it out of my system. And sometimes I'll try to write before I sleep also, where I'll either make a list of the things that I really want to accomplish the next day um, or things that are even, I like physically write out my fears around what happens if this will go wrong or, um, and something about the writing has really been cathartic where it's giving me power over the fear that might exist. And I think holding space for that fear or the anxiety is really important too. It's, it's something that I've um, accepted will likely always be a part of my life to varying degrees. And I find that when I, when I resist it the least is when I'm able to let it pass through me the most um, and just sit with that feeling and, and also talking to my inner child, you know, it's like, where is that coming from? And, oh, it's okay, little Hallie, it'll be okay. <laughs> and kind of um, practicing a little self-compassion in those moments um, is really critical because we all are just doing our best, you know. And um, often we talk to our friends much more kindly than we talk to ourselves. Yeah. So kind of tr- turning that 
love and compassion inward is really critical those are very real practical steps that I'm gonna I'm gonna try to practice that like tonight starting tonight I'm gonna try it <laughs> all right awesome let, you, let me know how I it will. goes <laughs> oh my goodness thank you so much for that so we're gonna yes. like, we're gonna take a, a step away from stress relief and go to like business management things right Mm-hmm. And maybe this mm-hmm. is like a selfish marketing question, but um, I'm <laughs> always really curious about what people use to run their business because I use a ton of tools for Vox Pop alone. And then my other businesses yeah. like have a whole nother set of tools and there's just this gamut of mm-hmm. things we use. So I'm really curious yes. about what you're using to run your business. You don't have to give away any like blueprints, but just kind of like some of the <laughs> things that you're using to kind of like you mentioned Squarespace but like what are you running on what's building your business right now yeah oh I'm happy to share um so I use the Google suite of products I think they're awesome Mm -hmm. I use it for email for managing my own calendar um I really really like it I use Calendly to schedule sessions with clients Mm -hmm. and make it really easy and seamless an experience for them and for me too and then um, Zoom. Oh, my gosh. Video, web video conferencing is so important, especially now. Right. <laughs> kind of um, social distancing. And um, it's just been a, a really big, helpful tool to connect face-to-face with people and just drive that connectivity. And I would use that. I use that all the time, even when um, when it's not like an apocalyptic setting. <laughs> um And those are the primary online tools that I use. And when I'm working with clients, a lot of times I just go old school and do a lot of pen and paper. I think that there's a lot of insights and wisdom that comes from within when we just give ourselves some space from technology. So good old pen and paper is what I used to do my brainstorming and my my, um, idea generation. Um, and right now I'm not big enough yet to have like an actual customer relationship management tool. So I'm just using Google Sheets and um, being really diligent around creating my own templates and that kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you said yeah. that you're creating templates because that's something that a lot of people don't do when they start out in their business. And then later mm-hmm. when they're trying to scale, they're like, wait, what happened here? Um, how right. do I tell this person I need help? I hired five people, but how do I tell them how to do X? So I'm exactly. I that. So I'm so happy to hear you said that because I'm like, oh, <laughs> she learned a lesson way earlier than I did. <laughs> oh yeah, it probably just comes from my time working in customer success and sales, where it just feels like it's ingrained in my in my bones now. So <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, yeah. So before we kind of wind down a little bit. What do you wish people or your clients knew about you or True Space? Like if you could like give them a 30 second love letter, you know, mm-hmm. what do you wish they knew? Mm-hmm. This is such a good question. I think um, I grew up in a town of 250 people and in northern Minnesota. And mm-hmm. while I hated it when I was growing up, what I learned is that community on, is so important. We're going to restart because it, it's breaking up really bad. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask the question again. Go for it. What do you wish people knew about you or true space? Like your clients, like if you had a, some time to give them a 30 second love letter, right? What do you wish they knew about you or could hear from you? Mm, yeah. 
probably that I grew up in a community of 250 people in northern Minnesota. (laughs) It was such a small town, and I hated it at the time. All I wanted was to get out. Um, But what I learned is that the importance of community and relying on people to lift you up when you're down. And so if I could bestow anything, it's that it's okay to be vulnerable, and it's important to be. Um, and do that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a worker, as a passionate human, surround yourself with people who lift you up. Oh my goodness. That is such great feedback. I don't know how you did that because my high school was bigger than your town, but (laughs) it was double the size only, which is really small for LA, but still that's Uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty dinky town. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Awesome. Well, Okay. The very last thing, question I have, and then you can just freestyle whatever you want to say, your final (laughs) words. If someone came up to you and said they wanted to start a company just like True Space, what advice would you have for them? And before you start, the reason I asked this question is because when you're in the service business, it's impossible to service the 3.6 billion people in the world. Mm -hmm. So there's always going to be someone, a competitor that actually is necessary to kind of fulfill your goal. So yeah, someone in the world needs this advice. Not sure if they're going to listen to this, but hopefully they do. Um, <laughs> and here, what would you have to say to them? Yeah, I would say, A, go for it. We need more people who are creating psychologically safe workplaces for sure. And the second thing I would say is just to trust yourself. Um, you know, as a business owner and um, somebody who's an entrepreneur, it's really hard to hear everyone's advice um, or ideas or suggestions or opinions. And that can be really overwhelming. And so the voice that you should trust the most is your own. And definitely listen with an open ear and an open mind. But when it comes down to it, make a decision. Oftentimes decisions can be reversed. And so um, if you get into this space of analysis paralysis, just pick a pick a pick a direction in the fork in the road. And if you decide to change it later, you can. Um, so yeah, trust yourself. That's the advice I would give. Fail fast. Fail yes. very fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm huge I'm so happy you said that that's such a big thing. People don't make decisions then it cripples them. And then it's kind of like, hey, make a decision if you're not sure which one, if it's literally an even toss between A and B, mm-hmm. measure later and say, okay, did A really work? Or did, yeah. do we want to try B this time? <laughs> which totally. one Yes. Make it exactly. a science experiment. Yeah, exactly. There's learning in it all for sure. Awesome. So any any last words that you have for anyone? Any quotes that you love or anything of any pieces of motivation or mm, I don't know where they can find out more about true space <laughs> yeah truespaceconsulting.com if anyone's looking for uh, one-on-one coaching or leadership development that's definitely within my wheelhouse and I'd love to help um, and a quote that has inspired me from probably middle school is one by Mahatma Gandhi, which is simple and so true. He says, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I think that we all have really unique and special gifts that we bring and inner wisdom that is unique to who we are. So everyone feel as empowered to bring that side of yourself um, to the work you do and to the life you lead. 
Oh my goodness, you are amazing. <laughs> I'm I almost don't want to end the podcast. It feels like we went out to coffee in the middle of this like quarantine. Yeah, it's been so nice. <laughs> and I'm so it's like it's actually relaxed me in, my, in the middle of this really crazy day I have going Aww. on. So I'm so happy that we we got a chance to, you know, really chat and you know relate even over the phone and share it with others. And yeah. I hope that whoever's listening I hope that someone is taking inspiration someone's taking notes someone's getting the motivation they need to just roll forward I mean Hallie's crazy enough to you know keep her business going in the middle of a crazy whirlwind <laughs> and she's going to be successful for it right this is when things are made when you know empires are made are times like this mm-hmm. um so I hope that you guys are all encouraged I thank you for joining another Vox Pop Talks episode and I'm cheering you all on.